Oh, well, wasn't that a pop-tastic delight? That was um, one of the greatest songs of the 20th century. I think it was... Oh, I'm just going to make a noise there. I think it was one of the greatest songs of the 20th century. Yes, because we're now in the 21st. I had to check myself then before I before wrecked Before you wrecked yourself. Anyway. Also something that comes from the 20th century. Our, our cultural references <laughs> and lingo. The so last millennium. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Shiv. Now, we thought to ourselves when we recorded this, which is now... We're recording this now. Yeah. Today. We thought to ourselves now. Today. Now. In the now. What would be a special gift to our listeners? And we thought Christmas Day can be a little fraught at home. Can it not? Just sometimes you're all, you know, you've had enough of basting the turkey. And that's enough of the mother-in-law. Your, your, your pudding's on fire. Flambe. And it wasn't supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody's mentioned uh, politics. And it's erupted into a fist fight, which has spilled out into the road. Your handsy uncle has trodden twiglets into the carpet. And then the cat is eating them, even though it's you, disgusting. You know that's going to be Marmite problems later. Somebody's arguing over the washing up. Somebody's Again. giving someone else the silent treatment. And two people who shouldn't <clears throat> be are snogging upstairs. <laughs> and that was... Uh, well, that was what happened today, earlier today. That was. But we thought... <laughs> bit of respite don't you sometimes when you from christmas day i know that shiv always tells me that when she's having a bit of overwhelm with too many people she always just goes for a lie down i i like a little lie down um and kathy and i have swapped texts before we've been friends for a while now kathy it's just a few fair few years one now. or two or ten one or two, years one or two or ten or twelve years and and we have swapped the occasional text when we've been maybe we've texted possibly once a year yeah maybe once or twice yeah and i think those once or twice texts have sometimes fallen upon christmas day sometimes and they've very often been how are you doing and i've replied I'm having a lie down. And that, of course, is excellent code because, as I, as we know, mm-hmm. the government will be reading Shiv's tweets. Oh, yes, for Text sure. messages. Oh, I, yeah, I'd and, imagine. Well, I'd imagine. And, of course, as soon as they... If Shiv were to actually say, oh, I can't be doing this anymore, I've had to hide, the government would come on down on her like a ton of because, bricks. Because, of course, it is... I mean, we don't know what this government... I mean, we're now. Who knows what the government will be like on Christmas Day? I'd imagine that it's going to be... A government. government. Anyway, uh, the current government, I'd imagine, wouldn't want me telling the truth about how I feel about Christmas sometimes. They would come down... They'd call you a snowflake for talking about your feelings. Mm. And not a festive snowflake. No. No. Although... But then they'll go wild about the thought of a vegan sausage roll, so who's the snowflake in that scenario? Well, well, quite. Quite. But enough of our our bimbling and bumbling. Just to finish my thought, because I know listeners love to hear every single last drop of my thoughts. That's something that we get a lot of feedback about, actually. We do. Can we hear more of Cathy's thoughts, they say. And I say, yes, of course. Yeah. They say, can we hear more of Cathy's thoughts? And also, does Cathy actually watch the programmes? Because she never seems to remember what goes on. Yes, they do say that. But they they also say we think Cathy should perhaps go to the doctor and have some sort of memory test. (laughs) And have her own show have her own show talking about her thoughts as long as those thoughts don't involve remembering the plot of a very simple children's program <laughs> sorry kathy i feel like i've hijacked your thought you want, can i finish my thought please finish your thought so we thought to our beautiful listeners that you might need cheering up on crimbo day and what what better present than a claptrap episode and this is it so 
you know, you've, you're kind of not sure what to do. You've watched all the Christmas films. You've stuffed your turkey. You're stuffed with turkey. You're now getting to that argument. You've told someone to get stuffed. You've told someone to get stuffed. You've gone and opened the After 8 box and it's full of empty wrappers. Uh, yes, and that's oh, really... That's actually triggered you. That's true. So you've, as a snowflake, <laughs> you've retired to your room. You've gone for a lie, for down, a lie down. And you've opened up your podcast app. More in hope, more in desperation than any real hope, isn't it? Yes. And what's plopped into your new updated... Christmas with Claptrap. Claptrap Christmas special. Yeah. And as the uh, delightful chuckle vision theme that introed us... Yes. ...might have uh, given you a little sneaky peek as to what we're going to do for you. We are going to do... Chuckle vision. <laughs> Christmas special. I should have make a gag there, but I couldn't think of anything That's else quickly right. enough. No, I did look... You had a little look of desperation in your eyes there, Cathy. Did I look a bit like it was Christmas Day... 4.30pm and the booze had run out. Booze had run out. You've done the Queen's speech. You don't know what you're going to do next. The pub's not open yet. And the twiglets are scrunched into the carpet. There's a a fist fight rolling around (laughs) on the cul-de-sac. And I've gone for a lie down. You must have. have, uh, I think I'm confusing my my own life with the EastEnders Christmas special. (laughs) Um, So, yes, we're going to look at... We're going to take you back to... Is it 1980? 1988. Not 1898. We're going to take you back to... It feels like Chucklevision has been on since 1898. So we're going to take you back to 1988 when both the members of the Chuckle family, Paul and Barry, were alive. Yes, of course... One of In traditional <laughs> style, one of the Chuckle Brothers is a corpse. And I do believe it's... Uh, um, I do believe it's Barry. Barry Chuckle, a.k.a. the smaller one. Yeah, the funny one. no longer with us. Yeah. So, anyway, but in this 1988 episode, they're both very much alive and kicking. And I think the first thing I'd like to say, Shiv, <clears throat> yeah. is that they have two of the worst haircuts the world has ever seen. Uh, they are. I mean, they're, they're, they're working a mullet... But it's a very, very flat to the head, shiny mullet. It's like long at the back and shiny and flat to the head. I, I don't with know. With a spiky top and fringe. I don't know how you do it. Like, I, I don't know how you would get it that flat to the head and shiny. I mean, that's... They that... must have gelled it down. But I, don't, I just... It was... It was mad, majestic. It was it was as majestic as uh, one of Tony the Cat's farts. Oh God! AKA not. They're a little bit off at the moment. Cause... They're a bit whiffy, and those haircuts were a bit whiffy as well. They were iffy, whiffy haircuts. Let's get biffy. More of that later. But um, shall we start with um, our famous synopsis? Well, I think I'll do that bit. <laughs> um, we open in what is known in the biz. As a cold open. A cold open. And I was surprised by this because I thought in the 80s you just had your opening credits straight away. None of this cold open business. That all started with American veeps and things like that. So for people like me uh, who didn't know what a cold open meant, that means that the theme tune wasn't the first thing. They start immediately with a scene. Yes. Straight into scene. Which I think was, I think it proves that Chuckle Vision was really ahead of its time because people um, use that all the time. And now. what a scene that was, Cathy, wasn't it? If you want to remi- remember. I just, let me gather my gather thoughts, thoughts because it was so beautiful. So, Barry, R.I.P. Chuckle. <laughs> 
Barry R.A.P. Yes. Yep. Was putting up a paper chain. From in, a box of decks. <coughs> he had a box of decks, not Anton deck. They were yet to come, I think. Perhaps they were in I- Biker Grove at this point. They're probably about 10 years old at this stage, like us watching the telly, I'd imagine. That's true. So don't confuse yourself and think Anton deck were involved. No, it was a box of Christmas decorations and he was putting them up on the wall. Well, he stuck them in a very dangerous way that perhaps could have garroted someone, I thought. Because <laughs> he put them sort of over a corner. So mm. if you walked into them, that's your neck gone. That's your neck gone. That is your neck gone. Because a pa- paper cut, it's nasty, aren't they? Paper cut to the neck. That, that's, that's, that's fatal. <laughs> I think there were public information films about that, if I remember. I, I think, well, you would know, <laughs> And I'm sure you've got that one in your collection downstairs. Remember, paper so, chains to the neck already, death. Already, we're thinking <clears throat> these two people should not be in charge of A, paper chains, B, walls, C, an office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at his calendar and he goes, oh, I must change the date. And he flips it to March and says, that's a pretty picture. And we're confused. We are confused because, A, I want to add, the picture wasn't that pretty. It was horrible. It was bizarre. I think bizarre is a good word to describe everything we saw in this programme. I mean, I I don't want to jump ahead to the bit where I say how I feel about it, but I don't remember laughing. Shiv looked shell-shocked throughout. A bit like when I saw... I feel like your your reaction to this is like mine when I saw Bodger, Bodger and Badger. Badger. You are... See, when I watched Bodger and Badger, it was dreadful, but I had a li- had this little bit of nostalgia in here. I-, I watched this and just... I kind of felt... I don't know what it... I, okay. Bemused. I, I'm going to have to admit something now. You loved it. I quite liked it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, and what's... all the way through, I was thinking, Shiv is in shell shock, and I'm quite enjoying this. So it is the reverse Bodger. It's what... a Badger and Bodger, if you will. It's, it's, a, it's a, What's nice about and this, And there was cross-dressing. Is the... <laughs> what I'm enjoying is is uh, you, your detail so far. I mean, we, to be fair, we haven't even got to the opening credits. No. But your detail on the synopsis so far is suggesting that you were paying... I you were wrapped. I paid close attention. I'll take your brain to another dimension. <laughs> Pay close attention. I did. So he's doing this and then in strolls his brother, Paul Chuckle. Now, Paul Chuckle is wearing lemon yellow trousers, green shiny shoes with a matching belt. I noticed it was exactly the same green as his shoes. And he's got a, he he hangs his coat up and... uh, Was he also, I mean, he was wearing a top. You've, you've said... No, he was topless. (laughs) You've paid a lot of attention to his lower portions. That's because I'm really interested in his lower portions. <laughs> you've, what, you, what you've told the My audience My eyes were drawn there. to the lemon yellow slacks. What can I say? You've given a good old stare at his crotch and mullet and you've missed out his torso. Well, Was I'm, he I, not wearing a blue shirt with a sort of and a slightly kippery tie? Yeah, colourful tie. I mean, it was all very colourful and weird. Uh, I don't remember what Barry was wearing. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. He was wearing a sort of ugly rugby-style Rugby-style, polo-y style, 80s. Really 88. Very, very 88. Very 1988. It had a whiff of Dash about it. it. Had a, you always think there's a whiff of Dash, but Dash <laughs> didn't have a men's department, did it? No, but it it looked unisex. And that, <laughs> and that isn't as 88 as it goes, doesn't yeah. it? Hey, why don't, we're so cutting. Hey, hey, ladies and... Gent. Do you think Barry you Chuckle wear, was a unisex kind I of think guy? It was, I think that was unisex. Because actually, Paul and Barry Chuckle 
um, are extremely sexless as characters, but I once read a kiss and tell on Barry Chuckles, so I know they're not oh. sexless oh. as humans. Oh. Um, yeah, it was... Um, I don't know where I was going with that. I, I do think it had a whiff of dash about it. Uh, well, it did... It, OK, I'd say that 1988 had a whiff of dash about it in general. <laughs> it had a stench. Uh, well, in fact, the late 80s <laughs> had a whiff of dash. So... Uh, then did he notice the calendar or something and say, oh, it's springtime? Well, what he did is he... Uh, I mean, I, I'm i going to admit... I've fallen phased apart out. already. I've phased out a bit. But he... Um, because we haven't had the opening credits, the gag, the punchline, um, was he popped in and he looked at the decorations going, when he looked at the calendar and it said March, he went, oh, I must have been out for longer than I thought. And that yes. was the punchline that led to... Chuckle vision, chuckle vision. Because he's been out having a think about Shut something. your eyes and hide in a corner. Yeah, Shiv is, I think Shiv has been triggered. So I'll try and persevere without Would her you? assistance. I mean, I'm not going to be any good, am I, really? So on, we have our opening credits. So on we go with the show. Now, I didn't realise that Chuckle Vision was a show within a show. So Paul keeps saying, welcome to Chuckle Vision mm-hmm. and the like. And presenting it as a TV program, yeah. I thought it was just going to be their mad. I thought they were painters and decorators for some reason. I think that might have come later. I think this is a series a... two, by the this way. Very a series early. two. It's an earlier iteration. You know, um, they didn't say to me to you. No, and it, not once. He's so Paul, who I guess is the sensible one, is doing this piece to camera about spring and about how this is a special and spring and nature and all this sort of poetic yes. shit. And in the background, you can hear a clattering and a banging because little chuckle R.I.P. is the nowhere clown. to be seen. Clowning, clowning corpse is the clowning corpse. Clowning, T.M. Clowning corpse is clanging around on the staircase with a Christmas tree. Yes, and Paul says, "Why have you got a Christmas tree? It's spring." Well, he he sort of goes outside eventually after all the banging and says, "Why have you got a Christmas tree? It's spring." And he says the hilarious line, "Strike it," to which. Comic clown chuckle tries to punch it, which Kathy <laughs> I loved. Kathy that. was really enjoying. I did, but I would have laughed if it was a really good strike because it was quite a. That's why I loved it because it was so insipid. And then he had to over-explain the joke. Yes, I think this is why I loved it so much because it was so silly and so terrible that it kind of went the other way to for me. That it the became almost turned. almost. Yeah amazing because it was so awful and then they kind of went back into the room and then they did there was a, there was a lot of back and forth with the tree yeah and then he said he'd get rid of the tree and then he came in and said i've put it in the freezer was his joke yes and then he, he said, said it would be it's all right because it was a fur yeah his, his, uh, his name was cedric was the tree and it was all right it's a fur and he said coniferous and he went... Isn't that Chinese? Isn't that Chinese? And he went, no, that's Confucius. And he went, I'm confused, which I thought was quite fun. Again, you were laughing. I, <laughs> and I was just like, oh... And I thought, a Confucius reference in a children's programme, why not? I didn't mind that. And then... Something a bit they, mature for the mums and dads? Did they cut to a scene outside then? Yes. So let's go outside and little it's chuckle... It's really muddy. No, but little chuckle said, oh, I don't think I'm going to go outside because he'd, oh, he'd open the window. So before and he went outside... And some snow had come in. He'd open the window to look at the lovely springtime profusion of colour and it, some snow had come in. And Which just looked like a load of dandruff. Yeah. And he went, oh, I don't think I'll Probably join you. Probably from those hairdos. <laughs> yeah. He said, I don't want to join you because it's cold. 
And then they went outside and it was really muddy and it actually looked like spring, to be honest. And then... Um, so then Paul chuckled was going on about why is there nothing growing because it's springtime. No, you've missed out something. Have I? You've missed out... It's not like me. Hilarious, I'm going to go and put something warmer on gag. Oh, I thought that happened before. No, that was now. I'm trying to... Okay, so then obviously Barry, little Barry, he's only a slight fella... Um, and now a corpse, so perhaps he had an illness we didn't realise <laughs> that chill, made him very cold. A bit of a chill about him even then. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he went in to get some more clothes on, and there we had a really long, sped up, oh. overlong, and I'll admit this was overlong, I said to Shiv, this sort of thing should be cut out, didn't but, I? I mean, it was so long, this sort of sped up putting on layers of putting clothing. Putting on loads of clothes. Lots of jumpers, snow boots, goggles, Fur a lot. But it was ski mask. And it was back to the Chuckle Vision theme tune, Son's lyrics. Yes. It went on so long, it went to some sort of bridge bit. It where... did. It was the extended mix. <sighs> oh, it was the bit. It was like it was like the 12-inch version. Oh, I don't want to think about their 12-inch shoe. <laughs> <laughs> to me. To you. Oh! Um, and so anyway, after this sped up hilarious clothes episode. By hilarious, <sighs> she means not funny at all. The hilarious there is sarcasm. Oh. He then hilariously <laughs> <laughs> ends up outside in this mud patch with his brother. Um, Who's now wearing weddies and not green trainers, yeah, I was pleased to note. He's cross because uh, nothing's growing outside and, and it's, it's supposed spring. to be spring and this profusion of colour. And then, is this when... No, then we go back to the house... And is this when Paul decides he wants to watch Christmas theatre? No, we have had the, we've got to have the draw gag first. Oh, dear. So then they go back into the house. The more we talk about this, the more I'm changing my mind. They go back into the house, well, the office, sort of, ha- the, wherever they're based. I think, the are studio. they looking for seeds or something? They're looking for seeds to grow. And so they're opening... Um, filing cabinet, filing cabinet drawers. drawers. And as soon as it happened the first time, my heart sunk through my arse, right down into my shoes. Now, I didn't think Shiv could look more pained. But, they right, I'm going to just set it up for you. I opened a drawer, and it was sort of two rows of three. Open the top drawer, shut it, the drawer at the bottom opened. And then that gag just went on. And on. And on. And on. And on. And it was particularly upsetting for me, wasn't it, Shiv? <sighs> because I live in quite an old flat, and the floors are very uneven. And I have a set of drawers where that happens all the time and it's extremely frustrating. You went, this is very similar to my life. Yeah. But I think at that stage... So they were again triggered. I can't remember. Was I I sobbing by that stage? (laughs) You might have been sobbing. I nearly (laughs) sobbed at that point because it reminds me of trying to get something out of my my drawers in the hallway then, when I'm trying to do my bedding, which is hiding in there, and then they're all going wild. Yeah, anyway. And then I scream. Then he says something about, I think before we get to armchair theatre, he says something about use your loaf. Oh, now. Shiv and I both said, oh, God, he's going to go and get a loaf of bread. And he did. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the level of gag. This is the level of gag. (laughs) Use your loaf. Barry Chuckle goes and gets a loaf of bread. I mean, that's your standard Chuckle Vision gag. You think of the most basic play on words you can find. He says, no, use your head. And he went, oh, I thought I could use some scissors. It was that that level of... Yes. I think why I didn't like it is that... I feel like this is the furrow that I plough most days, this level of gag. <laughs> yes, 
They say that what you don't like in others is what you secretly don't like in yourself. And I think this is what I'm Maybe most Maybe we're the Paul and Barry of our generation. I genuinely think I might be Shiv Chuckle. I think I might be a chuckle. I think <gasps> we're at chuckles. heart... We're chuckles. We're chuckles. And that's why I'm so traumatised by this level of gag. Fuck me with chuckles. Because, to be honest, we knew what gags were going to happen. Do you think we're chuckles? Write in and tell us. (laughs) Chuckle yes, chuckle no. (laughs) We'll have to do this. I'll have to put this line with a poll. Oh my God, that makes me bury R.I.P., doesn't it? (laughs) Why? Because I'm always the clown, Ed told me. Oh God, then that that makes me Paul. That makes you... Tall Paul. Tall Paul with the lemon slacks. Oh, God. The unfunny one. Um. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, after that shocking oh, revelation. Oh, God, we're the chuckles of the 21st century. <laughs> we're the 21st century. That means there's going to be a kiss and tell on me. <laughs> when I get married and live in Rotherham. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, I think this is why it's too close to the bone. Those gags are the sort of gags That's that I would do. why she was in so much pain, because she she knew. She knew it was her. She could see could, it. It was like a she mirror. She could sense it. And if, she if knew only, that we have the same haircuts. Well, I'm only I'm only ever about three weeks away from a mullet, to be honest, in my life as well. So, <laughs> And I've always got a bit of a greasy back. <laughs> but if you combine our hair, Hang we on a would minute. have it. Do you mean, do you mean the, the Justin Timberlake song? I'm bringing greasy back. Yep. Those other shampoos don't know how to act. Yep. I'm only three weeks from my mullet back. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm gonna slick it down and that's a fact. Yep. Take it to the chorus. Go ahead, chuckle. Slick it down, go slick it down. Go ahead, chuckle. Go slick it down, slick it down. <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh, no. I think if you combined our haircuts, you'd have a chuckle haircut. And I've probably got a beard as well. Did they have beards? They had tashes, did they? They had tashes, didn't they? Yeah. I easily could get a tash. I uh, I could stick one on. Yeah, you could stick it on. I could stick it on and then I could put a tash on. <laughs> oh, God. See, that was as chuckle as well, I got that gag. You, you, what you've t- Christmas Day and it's turned into therapy with <laughs> As we realise, with a clanging chime of doom, as Band-Aid would say, that we are indeed the Chuckle Sisters. The Chuckle Sisters. I'd never... I promise you, Shiv, if I promise you one thing in okay, life, yeah. if you ever say, use your loaf to me, I will not bring you a loaf of bread. <laughs> I, I promise. I really want you to now. Oh, no, now I'll probably have to. I take that promise back. Oh, God. Anyway... Uh, we, I, 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 we need to now get into the next bit, which was one of the oddest things I've ever seen in my life. Which he, sl- uh, he as in me, as in Paul, slated, uh, as in, uh, are now going to watch a marvellous uh, armchair theatre show about Easter spring. and spring. Easter. Easter and spring. And then armchair theatre. Yeah. Oh, it's not bad, is it? An Easter special. Anyway, armchair theatre was a, a, a kind of screen with the words armchair theatre written on it. And then... A very strange five minutes ensued. <sighs> this bit was the bit that sent me over the edge. I nearly went over the edge here. So we had a scouser telling a story about Christmas. <laughs> there was a lot of peeping. And he just kept peeping from behind things and popping up around the side of things. Hey, it was he was in an arcade of shops in Southport. I looked Southport. it up. Southport. And he was sort of in a hooky jewellers and in a 
He was in a jewellers that appeared to sell exclusively jewellery for darts players. <laughs> he was in Andy Fordham's. He was in Andy, Andy Fordham's, Fordham's living room. Uh, bizarre. <laughs> he was in his jewellery emporium. He was in, yeah, he was at Bobby George's jewellery box. Yeah. And then there was foil balloons. There was a balloon shop. And there was a flower... Sh- now, I can what? understand the balloon shop. But one of the balloons had, like, Merry Christmas Gang on it. Yes. Did you, Merry Christmas like, Gang Bang. That's like, what happens in Southport. But, but who would... I just was trying to think, who was the target market for a foil helium-filled balloon? Um, Bloods and Crips, Merry Christmas Gang. <laughs> in Southport. I mean... Yardies? It, was that just a misspelling of Cran? <laughs> Merry Christmas, Gwang. That's not how you spell my name. Now, oh, bollocks. I said to Shiv, just because the Vivian won Drew Paul's rag... Drag, RuPaul's... Rag race. Drew Paul's rag race. That's what we call it here. She couldn't get the rights to use the proper name. Yeah, to call it Drew, Drew Paul's rag race. Rag face. RuPaul's rag Drew Paul. <laughs> Drew Paul's rag face. <laughs> anyway, Just because uh, the Vivian yes. won RuPaul's drag race <laughs> for you UK to say. doesn't mean we want every scouser to turn into a drag queen because this man kept putting on female clothing. This man played every character in this story about Millie, what was her name? Millie, Millie Murphy. Millie Murphy. And he played Millie Murphy's mum, pushing Millie Murphy in a pram even though Millie Murphy was old enough to not be in a pram was it a gran because she had some the earrings her gran gran no, was her mum wasn't it Gra- gang <laughs> wasn't a gang was it a gang dad it was her mam because I remember her it mom. said mam mam ow <laughs> she had broken her arm <laughs> I know, it, it, this, so Billy Butler, his name was, or something, yeah. I noticed it there. Yeah. Anyway, so basically it was a scouser in an arcade in Southport popping up behind things, telling us a story. And then, and then popping up, sometimes he'd pop up in drag or dresses <laughs> as a child. With, like, <laughs> drawn-on freckles. And they were in a house at one point because Father Christmas broke his reins. This story was... Um, I, I couldn't I keep up remember. with it because no, it was so dull. But basically, there was a bear a f- called Biff. Biff. <laughs> Father Christmas, who we never see. We never see his face. No, just the back just of the him. Back. But I suspect it was the same actor because he had the same voice. Every character in this story was a scouter. <sighs> so, uh, basically, <laughs> I'm still thinking about Drupal's <laughs> Rag Race. I'm a real fan of Drupal's Rag Race. I I know it so well. I've watched every every episode. Anyway, let's let's really summarise this story. Um, Millie Murphy spots Father Christmas. She gives him her skipping rope. Yeah, because his reins are broken because of poor reins. Uh, And uh, he goes, thanks. And he gives her a burr. A burr, a teddy burr. A young, a small burr that looked just like Biff. And... But Biff speaks, and that's the bit that really blows Millie's mind. Not the fact that fucking Father Christmas is talking to her from her garden with his fucking sleigh. And then that's her, not what worries her. No, and then her dad believes her because he finds the reins the next day. And that was armchair theatre. And then I and found that, these. The poor, poor. Found these poor, poor, poor reins. And that was um, armchair mm. theatre. Yeah. And it felt more like spot a predator in Southport. <laughs> it really did 
feel like watch out there's pedo about watch out because pedo's, pedo's about, about. <laughs> but silly stupidly enough pedo gave away where he was in the wayfarer arcade mm-hmm. in uh, southport buying jewelry for a darts player as you said but so we return to so, so we but by back. this point we're thoroughly baffled aren't we Shin? oh i am i uh, we both kept looking at each other during that bit going what's going I'm on i'm just i'm checking i've got an up-to-date will by this point yeah it's a, it's quite hard to just dive into no context chuckle vision series two episode six. I I, I if you're having a funny oh. day and you're feeling a bit, um, your head's all over the place. Don't watch chuckle vision. Do you vision. know? And don't. I mean, my I, I don't I don't need to give context to my life, but I I've had a, a funny a funny day or two. It's been highs and lows. Let's say very highs and then a couple of lows. And this is just, this isn't what I needed. I mean, obviously, seeing my friend Kathy and talking about Drew Paul's rag race is always <laughs> helpful. But this show was not what the doctor ordered. It, well, if a doctor orders you to watch Chucklevision, I'd say you could advise him to get I struck would, off. I was about to say you should strike him like the tree. Yeah, strike him like the tree. You should get struck in off. In both ways. Go on strike as a patient and strike him. <laughs> you should definitely ring the pals, the kind of patient sort of liaison service and go, oh, I've got an issue Should you ring my... your gang and then send them a balloon? <laughs> Merry Christmas, gang! Gang! Merry you Christmas, like gang! gang. You're right there, gang! Merry Christmas! I've got a balloon! Let me, gang! Just one balloon! Merry Christmas, gang! Share this balloon between you! I'll tell you what, when Christmas is over, gang, we can we can take the helium and I'll have a little great time just taking a bit of helium out the balloon. Then we'll talk like this, thank God. We'll talk like that. We'll just have a little sock each. <laughs> a little sock on our one balloon for the gang. <laughs> Merry Christmas, gang. Merry Christmas, gang. Merry Christmas. Oh, God. Anyway, it goes back to the studio. And yeah, unfortunately, more, that's not the end. Yeah, more, more shit. More chuckle vision. Oh, what happens? I can't remember. Well, um... Paul has told Barry to go out and plant some seeds in that pile oh, of mud. Oh no, it's that thing. And Barry, little Barry R.I.P., gets some uh, paper, paper flowers and yeah. just sticks them in the ground, one of which is a frying pan. Yeah. Keep that in mind. And then Paul comes out, and of course, we say he's the clever one, but he doesn't notice they're not real flowers. Mm. And then... Paul pulls one flower and Barry pulls the other. And for some reason, despite the fact we've seen Barry put them in individually, they're now magically connected. So when one is pulled, the other one goes down and, and vice you, you versa. did miss out that he couldn't say chrysanthemums, so he said more pansies. And then when he got to the... <clears throat> no, he said more... Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then more petunias or whatever. Mm. And then he says, what's this one? It's a frying pansy. It's a pansy. It's a frying pansy. Yeah. I actually laughed at that stage. Now, the reason I laughed... It's because the word pansy... That's why I laughed. I was desperate. She was. I. I she was needed des- a chuckle. I needed a chuckle, vision. and I had. I was like, I felt like this had been. I think she was like, Oh my god! If I don't laugh at something, it means I'm not funny because I'm a chuckle. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I felt the same way. So anyway, they had this toing and throwing over these fake flowers. Flo- faux flowers. Yeah. In the mud, it was very odd. And then they went back to. So this whole thing is set in their office, which is Chuckle Vision Enterprises or something. Yeah. And uh, randomly they have a, what looks like a country house hotel dining room a fine with wood dining suite. Next door to their colourful office. Which is all decked out like Christmas. Yep. And RIP keeps wandering by with Christmas foods, turkeys, yes. Christmas puds. And then there's a bit of a, oh, you didn't really think it, 
was Yes, uh, March. Barry says, why are we doing all this Christmas stuff in March? And then... No, Paul, Paul says that. Sorry. And then Paul, Barry R.I.P. says, check your diary. And then, of course, Paul checks his diary. Don't know how when he doesn't know the date. But I was and say, he finds out it's December. Why would a diary tell him what day it was? And I think... Now, we always like to bring this into a modern context, don't we, Shiv? Yeah. And I thought that Paul was a wonderful example of somebody that couldn't admit they'd made a mistake. He was absolutely clinging on to the fact that he knew all along. And he didn't. First of all, he said he was looking at the Gregorian calendar. And he made some really long-winded half-gag about Gregorian calendars. He did. I couldn't even And then his up. brother just said, <clears throat> or you could just say you made a mistake. But Paul wouldn't admit it. And then he made some utter bilge up about this being an Outer Mongolian Christmas or something. Yes. I, I'd stopped. At that stage, I'd just closed my ears. At this point, up. Shiver practically melted onto the floor. <laughs> Just... The cat had sat on her head. She couldn't handle it anymore. I t- I had taken Biff Biff the bear from Millie Murphy and shoved his paws into my ears. That's right. To stop this. Millie dirge. Murphy didn't need Biff anymore because no. she got a new bear. So don't worry that she was stealing from Millie Murphy. <laughs> and also, then, Millie what Murphy. What's the end? Um. Then they said they'd go and eat some food. Oh yeah, they went back into their office. And then they said. Um, Oh, he said, I've got a present for you. And he took him back and he gave him a present that probably looked like either a rugby ball or an Easter egg wrapped up. Yes. And he took it from one of those fucking drawers. And the drawers and the kept drawers opening. up yes. again. So, of course, he's pretending he knew all along, but the present he was getting for his brother like an was egg. an Easter egg. Like it. But, of course, he can't admit that he made a mistake. And then I think they'd said something about, yeah, we're, we're doing a Christmas show in around about April time next year. And then... If you're lucky, we'd do a sequel to this. I mean, Shiv really wants to, I can tell. And then... Um, he then, then I think <laughs> Am I the right drawers thinking? just kept opening, and that was the end. And then, then someone threw a hand grenade. Was it? Was that it? No, Shiv, you came in. Eleven-year-old Shiv came in and threw a hand grenade because yeah. she just had enough. She's like, "Here is to my future self worrying that I'm a chuckle." It's funny, isn't it? Because I'm. I do remember watching a bit of Chuckle Vision as a kid, but I don't remember loving it. I don't remember think. I remember. So like, there's been programmes we've watched that I have had real nostalgia and real kind of warmth and love about. And I think, in my head, I think of To Me To You and I think of it as being funny and watchable. But this, just this... Perhaps it hadn't hit its stride I yet. think it was early doors. I wonder whether we need to watch a later one. I don't know why I'm even admitting I want... No. <laughs> if you watch a later one with me, we'll have to maybe get have a few drinks and watch a later one. I don't think we could do that sober again. Well... If the, we'll have to do that in 100 days from now or something. Oh, like yeah, because of course yeah. Shiv's on the... So you will have to watch that sober. Yeah. So perhaps we won't. Maybe I should have been drunk to watch this one. I think maybe we needed to be drunk to really... Appre- I think it was the kind of thing that students watched, didn't they, in an ironic way? Possibly. So, so let's go to our patented uh, Chuckle Vision... Sorry, no, we're Claptrap, not yeah. Chuckle Vision. All right, oh my rating God. Rating system. So the Claptrap rating system, where I ask Cathy Chuckle... Mm. <laughs> and I respond to Shiv Chuckle. <laughs> yeah, with a score. Cathy, what score would you give Chuckle Vision? I think I probably have some residual feelings about it. Because I For didn't Barry. dislike it. Obviously, Barry is Hot my top crush of all time. R.I.P. Uh, so I'm going to give it five out of ten. Okay, okay. I, I, th- I thought 
some of the gags were amusing. Um, it loses many points for the Southport perv popping up <laughs> in flower shops and darts, jewellery shops and things. Armchair theatre. But... Why was it called that? All around... Ow! Oh, shit! <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Poor you! Uh, yeah, so five out of ten for me. <clears throat> very much in the middle. Not terrible, not great. Okay. Um, I'm... <laughs> I'm going to give Chuckle Vision two. Oh, I love it. This is the first time our opinions have wildly... I'm going to give... Because you didn't like Bodger and Badger, really, either. No. I'm going to give Chuckle Vision two. One of those marks is for Paul's hair. Yep. And one of those marks is for Barry's hair. Fair. Um, it loses marks for Armchair Theatre, for the draw gag, Oh. for planting flowers in the mud, for the daisy chain... For the fact the calendar said March, for the premise, it loses marks. <laughs> for this speeded up clothes thing. Oh, God. It loses oh, maybe I might marks go down to a four. For the Gregorian calendar gag, it oh. loses marks. For Outer Mongolia, it loses marks. For the Christmas tree making a noise and going in a freezer. Um, so it loses loaf marks. Gag. It gains half a mark. For the <laughs> It gains half a mark for the pansy gag and loses another mark for um, taking up 18 minutes of my time today. And indeed, another 40 minutes of your time listening to this as well. Well, I think you'll find that you don't need to watch Chuckle Vision now because we've painted a picture. I think we've painted a picture with words. (coughs) Which is what we do here, of course. That's our tagline. Uh, (coughs) Chuckles of the 21st century paint a picture with words. And I think... think you know, we did hit a nail on the head in this episode. It, you're right. I think we are horrified when we look in a mirror sometimes. We stand and look in a mirror and what we see appalls us. And I think that's what Chuckle Vision did to me. And by that, I assume you mean it appalled Chuckles us. <laughs> it did. It appalled Chuckled me. Because it's very embarrassing. It was very, very embarrassing. Um, I feel like I'm going to have to chuckle it all in at this rate. Oh, it was embarrassing. Embarrying. It, it really was. And I just didn't in Chuckle Vision this as my future. Uh, no, and I think, <clears throat> listeners, we need your help here because we feel like we've had an emotional breakthrough, but we need to know your opinions. Do you... And we're happy to take constructive cra- chuckle criticism on the chin. Do you loaf us or loathe us? Yeah, that's right. Uh, is what you're watching, listening to a treat? Or are we just a pile of mud with a load <laughs> of paper flowers stuck in them? Are you a fancy or pansy? <laughs> What what we does... welcome all pansies, by the way. Well, we do. What what do you make of this? You know, are we are we just chuckles? Am I Paul or Barry? I hope you're not the corpse. I hope neither is the corpse. Anyway, um, <coughs> give us your opinion. You can email us claptrappod at gmail dot com. You can find us on Twitter, although we haven't tweeted in about nine months, so the account's probably gone Sorry, deactivated. Claptrappod. Um, we're very active on Instagram at Claptrap Podcast, and occasionally um, I might go on Facebook. So that's Claptrap Podcast. If you do a little search, do a little search, that. and then give us a rating on your podcast provider five stars and say they're nothing like the chuckle brothers i don't know why they're being so hard on themselves they're amazing and hilarious and i chuckle but i I listen listen to them them. i genuinely chuckle i don't have chuckle vision no um so guys that was your christmas special i hope 
that you are having a marvellous Christmas with loved ones and enjoying your festive time. Shiv recommends a lie down. I recommend waiting outside the pub until it opens. Uh, which in some cases may be two days from now. So hopefully you've got um, lots of layers on like a chuckle. Yes. Uh Send us your videos of your sped up montages of you putting your winter layers on and perhaps we'll do one for you. Stick that on the Instas. Cheerio.